Thank you for joining in for an episode of Planted by the Living Water. We are here to delight in the Lord as a tree planted by the living waters. If you'd like the reading plan that we are going through, you can find it on our website. We'll go through the entire Bible in two years. Thank you for joining for this day's portion of Planted by the Living Waters. Welcome to episode 203 of Planted by the Living Waters. Today's reading comes out of Psalm 132. And uh, the psalm is talking about how God chose David and chose Zion. And the fact that he was going to use David to uh, um, establish this place, the city of David, where God would come and rest in this place called Zion, where he would um, let his presence uh, dwell in and dwell within. And and, uh, there's something here at the latter part of the psalm that I just think is so encouraging. And it says in verse 13 of Psalm 132, For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his home. This is his resting place forever. I will make my home here because I have desired it. I will abundantly bless its food. I will satisfy its need with bread. I'll clothe its priests with salvation and and its faithful people will shout for joy. There I will make a horn grow for David. I have prepared a lamp for my anointed one. I will clothe his enemies with shame and the crown he wears will be glorious. And I love this picture here of what um, the psalmist is, is, is saying First off, it says that Zion is the place God has chose. He's chose Zion. And um, I love this because this is what God does. He chooses. He, he, he's intentional and he's deliberate and he's, he pursues. And, and he pursues this place, Zion. He's intentional with this place, the holy land, the, the promised land that he's been working with and, and, and through um, the whole, whole story of Scripture. And it's this place he says, I'll rest in this place. And he says, I'll satisfy um, all those around. And he says, I do this for, for David. A horn will come up and, and I've prepared a lamp for the anointed one. But I love what it says. It says, I'll clothe his enemies with shame, but the crown he wears will be glorious. And uh, at one level, sure, um, this is uh, King David uh, uniting the um, two nations together, right? Israel and Judea, the northern and southern kingdom, and they're united under him. And there's this picture of of, um, a glorious crown that he wears and and well-respected. On the other hand, though, um, there's another picture of, of the king to come. And uh, who comes from the line of, of David, who comes from uh, the, the one who, who will be born out of Bethlehem, the shoot of David, it says. And, and uh, that one is, is Christ Jesus himself, the anointed one. And it says here that he chooses this place so that um, he would even prepare for the anointed one and that he would wear a glorious crown. And think of this, he chooses this place thousands of years before even Jesus himself comes. And then Jesus dies a death in this place, in Zion, dies a death in Jerusalem, and will be um, crucified for our sake. And then, not only are the enemies crowned with shame in that, their hearts are pierced, and God turns their hearts and gives them new hearts, and and uh, they, they, they surrender under Christ eventually. Um, you see through the book of Acts, those who pierced um, Jesus, he says, oh, we're sorry, what, what do we do? And he says, repent and be saved. And we see that in that, um, we were brought into a kingdom in which we have a king. And uh, they called him the king of the Jews, uh, but he was really the king of the kings. And while they were mocking him, he truly is king of, of all kings. His name is Jesus, and he wears a glorious crown. I also love the idea of God just resting on a place. And because of Christ and his death and his burial and his resurrection, and then because of Christ, I'm promising the the greater promise of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit falling and coming on us. Now the Spirit um, still chooses yet today um, to reside and to rest on places. 
I believe it with all my heart that, that he in this season has chosen to rest on friendship. And as I read verse 13, it says, For the Lord has chosen Zion. I think of it in the manner of, For the Lord has chosen friendship. The Lord has chosen friendship. Let this um, be made known to us that, that we are not experiencing God because of anything we've done. We're not experiencing God because we deserve it, because we've made the right decisions, because we, we um, are, are doing the right things. No, we are simply um, experiencing God in the way that we are because He has done it, because He has chosen to do it. And it's by His grace um, we are privileged to, to be a part of it. And, and we continue to surrender to that and seek the Lord in that. But it's by His grace. He has chosen to um, be upon friendship, to let it be His home, to be a resting place for him and that he would bless the priest um, he would bless me and the leaders of our church he would allow the people to shout with joy and if you've been a part of friendship any time now you know that our people are shouting with joy they're shouting for joy because of what god has done he's resting here he's preparing it for his anointed one um, and, and we all one day will come into the kingdom fully seeing the king before our very own eyes bowing before him for a thousand years and there above him he wears a glorious crown oh father we love you thank you for choosing us choosing friendship your grace being made known and us surrendering into you lord and you allowing us to to experience your presence in such a special way and your blessing of all blessings lord lord specifically your blessing of christ Thank you for Jesus, the one who wears a glorious crown. Father, we love you, and may we be called to walk in a manner worthy of the calling, as the King himself calls us, who wears a glorious crown. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.